As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Jewelry's Live Worldwide Podcast.
Everybody for joining us and welcome to a positive power 21.4 Christian Media. And you're listening to Late Night with Jerry Bush Live and Friends. Can you feel the power? Can you feel the power 21? I'm your host, Jerry Bush Live Worldwide in Philippians 447 reads. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again. Rejoice and let everyone see that you are unselfish and considerate all you do. Remember that the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God your needs and don't forget to thank Him for His answer. If you do this, you experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. His peace. In John 14, 6, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. In John eleven twenty five, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. Can you feel the power? Can you feel the power, 21? The Bible is full of verses about love. In 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 8 Love is patient and kind Love does not envy or boast It is not arrogant or rude It does not insist on its own way It is not irritable or resentful It does not rejoice at wrongdoing But rejoices with the truth Love bears all things Believes all things Hopes all things Endure all things Love never ends As for prophecies They will pass away As for tongues They will cease As for knowledge It will pass away God's love scriptures There should be no talk of love in the Bible Without covering God's love for us This is a love that has led to a path of eternal life Praise God in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Romans 5:8, but God shows his love for us that while we were still sinners, God Christ died for us. Romans 8:37 through 9. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height or depth, nor anything else in all the creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. 1 John 3, 1. See what kind of love the Father has given to us? That we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Love one another. Romans 13, 8. Owe no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another fulfilled the law. Galatians 5, 13. For, for you have, were called to freedom, brothers. 
only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through our love serve one another. All right, that's the word of God. I hope you enjoyed this presentation. I'm Jerry Voice Live. I'm worldwide. You are listening to Jerry Voice Live, worldwide podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's me, Jerry Voice Live, worldwide. I hope you guys can hear us on the live feed, the Facebook. If you can, let me know if anything wrong. That's right. This is our first time going live. We went live last night, all music. We had a good time. But tonight, tonight, we're going to have a good old time, y'all. I see you guys. Calvin is in there. Tina Hobson, she all over the place. How you get in there, Tina? I saw James Patterson. My man, he had a birthday this week. That's right. I see Thurman. All those guys out there. All right. And who's in the kitchen? Pastor V in the kitchen. Yay, what's up, Pastor V? Thank you, Pastor V. We got to give that scripture. We got to read that word. That's right. God loves us when we read that word and be obedient, right? Can you feel the power, Tina? Tina feeling the power tonight. We got some new people in there. Amen. God bless you. Patrice. Oh, we got big news, y'all. Patrice Jackson about to join us. That's right. I got to put her through podcasting training. That's right. Podcasting training. All right. So we all good. We sounding good. Tina, you got to give me thumbs up. Let me know. The signal's doing good. Because, you know, my wife is upstairs in my, my sound room. I'm my testing area. All right. I see thumbs up. So I couldn't go in there and test my signal. That's right. All right. Who else we got in there? Man, it's a whole bunch of people. All right. Okay. We appreciate you guys. So anybody listening to us on Facebook, you can come on over to Spreaker Radio. I put the link there. Just click it, and you can join us in the in the chat room. You get a chance to chat with all the young ladies, all the young ladies. That's right, Superwoman Tina Hobson, Pastor V, Joyce White. That's right, Patrice Jackson. I'm so excited about Patrice. We can't wait to get Patrice on hand. So we're gonna talk this weekend, Patrice. All right, do some testing and everything. All right, and we got a big time guest tonight. Man, this guy is so important. I love this brother, man. We've been we've been chitting chatting since the weekend. I think I was cutting the grass too. And um he had a good friend that we was talking about and we keeping her a prayer. I think her name was Robin. And uh we we get him on here. Maybe we can get Pastor V to do a special prayer once he put the name out there. Pastor V could do a special prayer for her. I know she's not gonna be up later on, but maybe she can go ahead and pray, you know, when she before she turned in for the night. All right. <laughs> Tina, you back in the kitchen. You, you got to get two computers. I told you you need two computers. Yeah. To do this stuff, you need a lot of computers. All right. Let's get let's get uh, Joyce on here real quick. What's going on, Joyce? Wipe my sidekick. How you doing? I'm good. Good, uh, Jerry Royce. When you mentioned the part about getting two computers, I was about to respond in the kitchen. You sure do need like 50 computers. Yeah, you do need a lot of monitors. I've been looking at that. Um, Amazon was promoting, no, Dell was promoting these dual monitors that actually sit together. But I need I need a split because I got my laptop in the middle. That's the one that I broadcast from. The other ones, I just, most of the time we use them for our editing and studio work. And, um, and I, we got our mixer connected to our desktop. And we got another laptop we use to actually um, run our playlist. So you do you need about three computers to do this. You never know when one go down. You need touch screens, all that stuff, man. It's, it's some complicated stuff, but it's all good. It's working fine. 
And um, we appreciate God for blessing us with this technology and the engineering ability to do this, you know, because <laughs> I be trying to talk to Tina about her and Bonita, and they be like, okay, <laughs> like why I ask. <laughs> it's all good. All right, so how you doing? I'm doing really well. I got my nap in, so I'm wide awake because, you know, I'm a night night person. So yeah. once I get that nap in, I stay up to like 2, 3 in the morning. Same here, same here. Love to be up late. Love to be up late. Yep. Now, I, I got a little 30 minutes in because I was actually fooling around with this technology because I knew I had a part. I needed one more part to get everything to finalize. I ain't had time to run an old Radio Shack, and I don't like that stuff anyway. But I found what I was looking for. I actually purchased that piece about a year ago, and I, I got it up and working, and everything sounded good. Everybody said it sounded good. So it's all amplified and HD, stereo, audio, all that good stuff. So that's awesome. Okay. Oh, also, guess what? Um, I joined a fit club. Yeah, one of them online fit what? clubs. Yeah. Um, Aww. The the people the people at the job. I, I know they was already chit chatting about it. You know, I'm in a training class, and um, they uh was talking about their steps. But I usually measure miles because remember we was training for the five k. So um, so I, they was talking, and so the instructor said, uh, "Jerry, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um." I'm going I'm to I'm join you with our group. I didn't know what he was talking about. And then finally they said, yeah, I'm going to get you the app. So he said, you got an iPhone, right? I said, yeah. So he, um, he, one of the girls downloaded the app for me, uh, got everything hooked up, went on, attached my picture. And uh, next thing you know, you know, I'm in a group with them. And I think I'm in fifth place. The little young buckaroos trying to beat me today. I didn't get a chance. I did, I did run 30 minutes. I could have ran longer, but I had to get back for this, you know. So it's good. To the studio. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that. You know, now, because first I was only working out to to get ready for the 5Ks. So now since I'm competing with these folks, you know, because I think I had like 5.6 miles or something like that, 11,000 steps. Yeah. So that was great. 11,000? Oh, my God. You yeah. got me beat by a mile. Yeah, well, we got to get everybody on board. Everybody got to get that app. You know, you can you can log on with your what, Facebook. What if you have a um, Samsung Galaxy Six phone? Because I don't have the iPhone. I'm not rich like you. So. Yeah, I got the iPhone, uh, but can I, I think still you, get that? I think you can still. It's it's a couple other apps that that's compatible with it. I'll I'll find out for you, and I'll send you the uh, okay. stuff. Or maybe remind me tomorrow, and I can find. I think you can look them up. But what happened was that I didn't even see my app that I was using, which came with the phone. I didn't even see that on their list but when i when she finished loading all my settings all my stuff from last week jumped in so it picked up from like thursday last thursday up to now so i got my 5k running there everything so i'm winning badges you know you get trophies and stuff i think it's and then it measures your amount of water you can put how many bottles of water you drink your calories you burn so that's that's gonna be exciting i gotta get my wife on yeah yeah how many times would I have to walk around um, the neighborhood where I am to get to where you are with all those steps? Well, today I did walk. I did two 15-minute walks this morning, and then I did a 30-minute run. So I, that took me up to 11,000. So sometimes I can kind of predict. Normally, I usually average close to like 96, which mostly I measure miles because, you know, I I wanted to know how I can handle, you know, the run because I know the 5Ks, Normally, last last run I had, I, well, the one before last, I did that in 42 minutes. 
So the other one I did in 35 minutes because I was in way better shape, even though I did cramp up for a while, but I, I walked a lot more the first time. So you kind of get an idea in time what you can do because your pace, you know. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, we got to get everybody on board, man. It's, it's going to yes, be exciting. Yes, we do. We have to start um, the fitness side of Positive Power 21. Yeah. We all have to stay in shape. That's we have right. to stay healthy. Yeah, because all of us are close to the same age. And I think everybody that's pretty much podcasting is between 40 and, I guess, 60. I think Ms. B probably was the oldest. And then everybody else like far right in that 40, 50, early 50. So that's going to be exciting. We can get that thing going. You know, all the entertainers, all you guys, you know, that's in here. I know you guys in the studio like we are all the time. And you're just grabbing stuff to eat pizza and bread and jelly, peanut butter and jellies. Everybody go to food. We got to We got to change all of that. You know, it's good that you can have it, but not too much of it. You know, just a, like a taste. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, I had a little taste of cake today that um Brianna oh, shame on you. Yeah, Brianna made this custom cake. I forgot what it looked like today, but one time she made a pocketbook. And it was really good. I just took a little slither, just a little taste, and um, you know, I worked it off. So we all good, we good. All right. You know what? I haven't figured out how to pull my birthday people up on my on my computer because I'm using the phone to broadcast the show, so um, I don't know where to go to find my birthday people at on the computer. I never done it before. I always use the phone. Oh, well, I guess I'm old fashioned, Jerry. Because guess what I do? I pull it off Facebook, and then I pull it off of the celebrities um, website that I go to, and I write it down. So that's how I'm just going to let people know. That's how I do it. Because oh, I'm so, old fashioned. I'm always writing stuff down. I have okay. like papers everywhere. Yeah. So you don't use your computer to pull your birthday people down, huh? No, after I pull them up, guess what I do? I write them down so oh. that way I don't have to pull them up again. Okay, because you know what? Sometimes I'm a paper person. But doesn't sometimes the birthday people kind of fall into your into your little feed and your notifications? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because every um, what do you call it? Every day I get an email from Facebook saying the following people are celebrating birthdays. Why don't you send them a message? So I just go ahead, click on Facebook birthdays for today. Yeah. Write down the list of people and then. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, I, yes, I usually do a snapshot of everybody. I tell you what, you ready for your birthday, people? Cause we we can go ahead and get started. Do a music oh, yeah. review, then we can bring Tracy. Tracy waiting patiently to talk to us. So you ready for your birthday, people? Oh yeah, you know okay. I stay ready. I'm All ready. Right. Go ahead, I'm gonna find my people. All right. Well, wishing a happy birthday to my following Facebook friends today, June 29th, is Elder Brown. Kenta Armas, Yodi Barnes, Cynthia Perry, she's 60, Sharon Conley, Press Rest, Urza Major, Juju Q. Land, Darius O'Neill Carrington is 29, Maxie McClintock is 31. Now, the following celebrities that are blessed to have the same birthday as my Facebook friends are Nicole Scherzinger. She's 38. Isn't she with the, um, what was that group called? Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember the group. Let's see. Spice Girls, that's it. Yeah, Spice, Spice Girls. Girl yeah. And then we have Gary Busey, who is a great actor. Oh, Boy, yeah. I love me some oh, Gary Oh, he was Busey. good in uh, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon was his movie. Yeah. yeah. 
Good fight yeah. scene. And when he when he played that role in Lethal Weapon, I was so mad at him. I'm like, he he plays evil very well. Yeah, he does. <laughs> that was one of the best then fight we scenes have, you know I've ever hmm? seen. That was one of the best fight scenes, you know. I thought for you know a cop movie. Good yeah, thing. yeah. He, I mean, he's good. <laughs> oh yeah. Then we have. Joe Johnson, he's a 35-year-old basketball player, so I'm not sure what team he plays on, but I know he's 35 today and celebrating his birthday. <laughs> we had to Google him. Yeah, and there's another basketball player who's 25 today. His name is Kwahi Leonard. Hmm. So you might have to Google him, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know him. And then also, Neil Perry, he's, he is 59, but he's a chef. I always like to have chefs uh, in my back pocket because yeah. this girl loves to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but those are my um, wonderful people that are celebrating birthdays today on June 29th. So happy birthday, y'all. Well, I owe my people because I don't know where the heck they are on my Facebook page on my computer. <laughs> I'm so used to using my phone for this stuff. So I owe them. Cause I was looking at notifications and I didn't see anything come out. I got so many notifications today, so it's, it's way down there. So anyway, I'm going to just say happy birthday to all my Facebook friends, and I'll make it up to you at the end of the week. All right? Let me make sure Amen. I get a snapshot before the night is out. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to need to get a snapshot because I think at 12 o'clock it shows a new group of people. But anyway, happy yes, birthday. Yes, it will. Everybody. But you can always go back, though, Jerry. Um, so. Once you get on that the birthday page, you can go back and pull the people from all week, in fact. You can? Yeah, that's what I do. On Sundays, I go ahead and, and write down the birthdays for Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday for my show and then Wednesday for your show. I wonder if I can search it. Uh. Yeah, you can do that, too. Yeah, there's a birthday count that came up. Maybe it is right here. See? Maybe, maybe this is yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I taught Jerry Roy something, y'all. Kudos to Joy. Yeah, hey. told me to continue. Uh-oh, I'm learning something. So it's, it's in there somewhere. I mean, so much stuff popping up. Yes. Oh, here we go. Today's birthdays. I think I... Yay! Yeah, it's right here. But um, for some reason, it's telling me about the people's birthdays, but it ain't showing me their names yet. <laughs> Which is crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to check it, figure that out later. All right, we ready to do our music review then? Yes, we are. All right, let me pull up the right guy. Okay, Terrence Farrell. All right, we're gonna be doing a music review on Terrence Farrell. All right, here we go. All right, the artist. The Vibe Music Group is a team of Christian musicians and singers led by Terrence Farrell. Focus on creating and performing music that inspires our listeners to develop a stronger relationship with God. Terrence Farrell is one of the top Christian music producers in New York. He currently heads the music production, songwriting, engineering for Levite Music Group LLC. Terrence is born and raised in Queens, New York, and began playing the drums at an early age with guidance from his father, who was also a drummer. As talent mature, he began playing for countless churches, groups, and solo artists, including securing a staff position as a percussionist at a Harlem School of Art. After a three-year musical director position with recording artists by design, Terrence moved to the audio engineering and production side of the music industry. Whoa, you go, Terrence. He continued his passion for music, however, on a part-time basis when he released his first project, Instrumental Offerings, in 2002. 
During the release, Terrence was laid off from his job as a technical recruiter at a well-known firm. Then, this is when he began to realize that God had plans for him to work full-time in the studio. Since 2002, Terrence has been blessed to record, mix, produce for countless groups, choir, solo artists. He's also started for The Inner Man, a cutting-edge sermon mix remix series originally titled for Words for Life. Terrence has been recently discovered recently discovered his gift of writing and began writing, singing, and development of white music as an artistic Christian group designed to make it today's new look music industry. Oh man, it's a talented guy. Man, bless him. Alright. Alright, so we ready to hear his song. Let me see. I think I thought I had it. Here we go. Let me make sure these are the right people. Yeah, because they got some different names. He got a lot of people just featured on this. All right, check it out. This one is called Can't Keep It To Myself, featuring, I'm not even going to say that, Miss Reese. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs>
Voice Live Worldwide on PositivePower21.org. All right. Woo. That was a hot song. Hot song. Let me bring Joyce back. Joyce, you like that? I love that. I'm sitting there, um, like I always do, nodding my head to the beat. <laughs> yeah, they, they got they got, got some talent right there. You like that Superwoman? Mm-hmm. What what's Superwoman say? She got fire. Uh-uh. Shut up, my bones. <laughs> Two thumbs up. <laughs> Pass the V like loving it. Patrice is loving it. Yeah. All right. Appreciate you, ladies. We're gonna have to call um Patrice and, and, and Superwoman the dynamic duel. Cause they both out of Cleveland uh-huh. and they be ganging up on me. They're gonna be ganging up on me this football season. I know it. But they still gonna be my friends though. <laughs> yeah, the dynamic duel. All right. All right, well, we ready. I think we're ready for Mr. Randall. Get him on here. I know he's been waiting a little bit. Yay. We're running a little bit behind time. But let's uh let's Patience get his, is a virtue. That's right. We're gonna read his bio first and then we're gonna bring him on, all right? All right, here we go. Amen. The artist, Grammy-nominated songwriter, singer, producer, record label president, the Lavish Records recording artist, Tracy Randall was diagnosed with acute leukemia and ALL in 2006 and underwent aggressive rounds of chemo and radiation therapy. His doctors gave up. Given only six months to live, he recalls, I begin to play and talk to God, not about me, about my family and their survival because I am the breadwinner. He walked past the 42nd Street subway Where he usually caught the train And kept walking and talking By the time I got to the 96th Street This voice said, you're going to be okay His testimony was on YouTube It has over 390,000 views Unfortunately, after being in remission For almost 7 years, the cancer came back Trying to stop his praise and love for God Randall has released independently Several Billboard's top charts Chart topping album Sinners Sinners Have Souls 2 in 2007 Troubled Times in 2012 his current album is entitled No Judgment on March 25, 2016 Randall the Lake Charles Louisiana native grew up on musical diet of Donnie Hathaway and Stevie Wonder yeah I saw Stevie lie that dude is bad after completing his undergraduate degree from Lamont Owen College in Memphis and went on to obtain both his Ph.D. in international business and Jewish doctor from UCLA. Randall was signed to the Isley Brothers T-Neck Island Records label after Universal after Universal Polygram took over the company in 1989. He left to start Lavish Records, LLC. He released his first gospel CD, Sinners Have Souls 2, in 2007. He's done a lot of behind-the-scenes work in the music industry. Randall co-wrote four songs on Shaggy's. Grammy-nominated Summer in Kingston CD that reached one number one on the Billboard's Top Reggae Album in 2012. And I saw <laughs> I saw Randall's um, bio on his website. I think it was like three pages long. <laughs> He's done a lot, and he has He's I so think he has silly. like four or five kids, and they doing well. They in college. I think he has two in college. I think he told me Princeton, UCLA. I think one of them is an athlete. They super smart. And he's a smart guy, too. You got to be smart to have that many degrees. That's a lot of studying. But also, you probably have, have a very good memory. All right, let's bring him on. Amen. I got too many, I got too <laughs> many windows open today. All right, here we go. Mr. Randall, what's going on? Welcome to Positive Power. How you doing today, sir? <laughs> what's going on, my brother? I'm doing great. And yourself? <laughs> I'm doing fine. We just sit right there laughing at us, man. 
No, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. <laughs> That's what they always say, Jerry. Yeah, He's we, laughing at we, we try. We try to. Have, we, we try to keep it real here, Tracy. We try to have fun, man. You know, life is so hard and tough, man. We just want people to go somewhere where you could just be yourself, man. You know, let your hair down and just, you know, be you. Do you? That's, that's what we Unless you have an afro like me, then you can't let your hair down. <laughs> well, I'm doing something. Y'all can see, I don't know what my hair doing right now. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. Since I came back from Punta Cana, I just don't care. I just want to be free. <laughs> don't care. All right, Trey, we appreciate having you, man. And, and I enjoy chatting with you whenever you have time to text with me. I know people are busy. I said, you have time to be texting me because I'm just sitting there in my class. <laughs> I'm sitting there, just sitting there for eight hours a day, waiting for somebody to text me. People do be texting me, man, and I appreciate y'all. Amen. God bless you, man. All right. Well, the first question, we're going to do a round robin, Tracy. We're going to play some of your music. Of course, you know, we play your music all the time, man. Abel's one of my favorite songs, and uh, I think everybody loves your stuff, man. Awesome, awesome. Done it all. I appreciate that. Yeah. Excellent, excellent (laughs) I mean, you, you deserve whatever, you, whatever you're whatever you getting as far as uh, accolades from the industry. I know you you know you mentioned that you had done some work with Shaggy, but I've seen your bio, and I know you've done some work with a whole lot of other artists. So we'll get a chance to let you talk about that in a little bit. But the first question, man, who is Tracy Randall? Oh, <laughs> that's a good question. This is a little country boy from Lake Charles, Louisiana, uh, eight child of ten. Uh had a mother uh, that was loving and, and caring. Um, I guess I was in a unique situation because all of my other siblings have the same father, mm-hmm. and I'm the only one who doesn't, and I never met him. Um, so wow. it was a, a weird dynamic in the home. <laughs> so you're the eighth child, so the, so the ninth and tenth have the same fathers as the one through seven? Is that yeah, right? I, I'm what you call an affair, baby. Ooh, so, uh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So it, uh, my mother uh, played mother and father because their father um, essentially treated me as an outcast. And so um, that propelled me into excellence, to be honest with you. Um, the main focus for me was getting away, getting out. So I, I finished high school at 16. I finished my undergrad degree at 19, and I had both my law degree and PhD by the time I was 26. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I vowed never to go back, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I go home frequently, but never to uh, be under uh, Mr. Randall's uh, <laughs> uh, control and vision for my life. So um, yeah, it was it, it really uh, propelled me to. To, to greater things and, and better things that I wanted for myself. And uh, I started working uh, every summer but at, at age 13 um, because he would buy them school clothes and wouldn't buy me any. So it just, oh, wow. it, it's kind of weird how certain things that you feel are, are to harm you, uh, they actually work into your benefit. So that's Tracy Randall. I'm just, you know, here. <laughs> All right. Now we do have a question from the the kitchen already. I think it's uh, Deron Murkison. Deron, he asked, "Where is Tracy Randall?" I guess he want. I guess he want to know your location right now, or oh uh, yeah, because because I'm always flying. I'm actually in in, in New York. I have my uh, cancer treatment 
uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But tomorrow I'll be flying out to Atlanta. I'm executive producing and producing. Yay! Kevin Hart. <laughs> hey, I'm executive producing and producing a, a new film starring Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon. So wow. uh, it's it, it's working out. So good, good. Wow. So now, now uh, Joyce is from Atlanta. She's there now, and oh. you heard a scream. Oh wow! I know you probably were like, what was that? That was her. Yeah, that was Joyce. But anytime somebody's coming to Atlanta, I'm like, okay, well, when 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 where can we meet? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Tracy's yeah. definitely I'll a man. I'll be doing that August 18th, so we definitely ain't got Miss Joy. August 18th. Yay! I get to hang out with Tracy Randall, y'all. <laughs> y'all heard it first here on Positive Power 20. But you heard the, but you heard the names he mentioned. He's going to be there with Nick Cannon and Kevin Hart. They're doing some business, about to do a big movie. I, I yeah. hear. Yeah. Hmm. Well, she didn't care about those guys, Tracy. She just cared about you. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. It's just that Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon are not on Positive Power Twenty One at the moment. <laughs> right, that's so true. Be they nice get no love. They might, they might come. Gets all the love. That's right. That's right. He's the guest. That's right. He's the man He's right the now. Guest. That's right. All right. Awesome. So, did you ask your question yet, Joyce? <laughs> you about to lose oh, your no, time? Oh no, I was about to. Yeah, I, I just lost my mind to the fact that he's coming here to Atlanta. See, I can't get Jerry Royce to come up here, but that's okay. <laughs> Tracy Randall can take your place, uh, Jerry. We're coming. We're coming to Atlanta. I'm, I'm gonna come back. Okay. Okay. It was pretty tragic. The last time I was there, it, was, it got kind of tragic. Yeah. Why well, does everybody say that when they come to Atlanta, they have a bad experience? Yeah, I told my well, wife. the traffic is the worst. It, it's worse than L.A.'s traffic, to be honest with you. I'm, yeah. I'm so glad uh, you mentioned that, Tracy, because that's why I sit in the house 24-7. I uh-huh. will not leave this house unless I have to. <laughs> they don't know how to drive well. They don't drive well. They, I don't understand and that's what happened. And that's what happened to me, Tracy. I was I was in my own lane, and a big lightning bolt, you know, went across the sky, and it was rain like crazy. And the the truck hit me, hit my wife and I, and, and I went to a wow. spin. And the grace of God, man, I'm here to talk to you guys right now because the, the, the people who saw the accident say they can't believe that we walked away from that. You know, wow, unbelievable. Yeah, it was 18 wheeler hitters, man. And you know how it rains. And it was tornadoes touching down like all day, but my wife still wanted to go out to one of them restaurants that was on her list, on her bucket list. Mm. I, said, I don't know, honey. They, okay, they, so, okay, so Jerry, ahead. was that the time when the peach tree, um, what's that, the peach tree, what do they call that thing, the peach tree hotel or whatever, lost all the glass? Because that was that night that we had a tornado touchdown in downtown Atlanta, and it tore up downtown Atlanta. It was pretty bad. I think altogether, when I was in the hotel watching the news, I think like seven tornadoes had touched down. And she was out at a conference, and when she came in, it, I think it stopped raining. But then when we came, we was coming back from dinner, around dinner hours, it started back up again. It, it was crazy. And we'd been down there a couple of times because she had been down there to do business. Because we, we were there when they used to have Freak Nick. We got caught up in that before. Oh, ooh, I'm so glad they got rid of that because that was embarrassing for Atlanta. That was. That was. Whoa. Don't you laugh, Jerry. That was embarrassing. That that made our town look pretty raunchy. Yeah, because, you know, Baltimore has like a little area called Drew Hill Park that used to party like that. But, you know, it wasn't that extreme that the whole city was shut down. Yeah. Mm. That was something. Did you ever get a chance to experience that, Tracy? Or you were too young? Oh, in, oh, in college, definitely. Freak Nick, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you remember. Okay, you remember. 
People just flew there. Yeah, did their thing. But go ahead, Tracy. Go ahead. I mean, um, Joyce, go ahead. Ask your question to uh, Tracy. We keep uh, it moving. Okay. Let me let me shut my mouth after Tracy just admitted that he he like freaked me. Okay. Um, well, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm I'm very transparent and honest. I, you won't you know <laughs> as one thing about me. I don't I don't pretend at all. God has delivered me from a lot of things. You know. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> But um, actually, the question that I wanted to ask is, being a um, cancer survivor, I know that you've had to learn to live with pain. So what can you say to a person who may have just been diagnosed with cancer? Well, um, I am currently in stage four. It came, can, my cancer came back June of 2015. Um, when I got into the ER, my white blood count was the number six and the lowest for any living human being should be 200 and I'm still here. If I had gone to sleep that night, I probably would have never woken up again. Um, but for anyone who's dealing with a terminal illness, because my leukemia is terminal, what I tell people is <sighs> we are all only here for a certain amount of time. And for me, if my remission is only my transition, I am good with that. Um, but the, I'm only speaking for myself. Um, I believe that at some point there are going to be issues and challenges that you and only you alone will be able to survive. And I believe that that is an honor for me that Christ Trust me enough to be a witness to a miracle. Amen. It may sound crazy, but that's what I believe. And I'm able to function and to tell the world about God's goodness, and he's still in the business of healing. Now, a lot of times people think that healing means that it's removed. Not necessarily true. The mere fact that I can walk and talk, that's a healing to me. And that is miraculous in how God works. Did I answer your question? Yes, and you almost have me in tears. Um, <laughs> because it doesn't take much to, to get me to cry. Like I'm like you, Tracy. I'm very transparent. So I keep telling people um, that my emotions, ever since the Holy Spirit has really taken a hold of me and he yes. predicted me on things, I will cry <laughs> in a heartbeat. Plus, I have <laughs> to admit, I lost both uh, parents to cancer 15 years oh, apart. God. Yeah. Yeah. So I just praise God every day that He's allowed me to live past um, the age that, w that where my mom died. She died in her mid forties. I long um, to pass that. So I praise God every day that amen. I'm still alive and kicking. Yeah. So yeah, amen. thank you. You did answer my question. Amen. All right. I just want to shout out to Brandon Leak. He's uh, Anthony's Avery, one of his producers of his, of his release, his new release, his album, and. Congratulations to those guys. Um, I know it's doing well. We had it prayed on Friday night. Pastor V came in and prayed on it, and, and I know Pastor V don't stay up there late, but we we would love for Pastor V to to uh, pray pray for uh, Mr. Tracy Randall tonight. Um, I know she kind of she can if she can come into the into the conference call. If you can, Pastor V, we'd like for you to come and, and do a special prayer for this brother. If you can do that. All right, you got the number. 
So you can come on in, and, and then we're going we're gonna to take a break real quick. So we're going to play one of Tracy's songs, too. Um, we heard Done It All. We're going to hear this one called Can't Live Without You. All right, you ready? You ready for this one, Tracy? I know you heard it a, a dozen times, but you're still loving it. You're still loving it. Got you. Man. Yeah, I'm loving it. Um, the the crazy part, each time I hear it or hear the album or when I sing it, it has a different meaning uh, to me uh, from when I first produced it or wrote it. So it's 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 a great it's a great record. It is. Administered. Yeah, I love it. Like I said, Abe was one of my favorites, but this is a good one too. All right, here we go. It's called Can't Can't Live Without You by Tracy Randall. Here we go. Every step I take, 
You tell him, son, that's my oldest right there. You tell him he's working on a big-time youth team program in the community 20 minutes outside Baltimore. We're going to try to set it off in this community. It's time for us to get to work. That's right. The kids are calling on us. All right. We're talking to Tracy Randall, gospel nom- He's a Grammy-nominated artist, songwriter, producer. He produces a lot of a lot of projects. He got a big one about to go down in Atlanta with Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon. He works with NFL players. I, I seen I seen Michael Orr's name on the list. And my son and I had an opportunity to meet him. He's a very humble guy. Of course, he was the one that had that movie that was released. And that was so awesome. All right. Tracy wow. Randall, we had Pastor V in the house. What's up, Pastor V? Oh my God! I'm high, doing fine tonight, Jerry. How are you doing? Awesome. You know I'm doing good. I'm I'm just blessing. Glad to have you among us. Amen. Amen. It's good to be in the land of the living. Amen. Well, I look. I asked Pastor V to join us. She's going to do a special prayer for our good friend Tracy Randall. And Praise um, God. Yes, she's going to pray over him. So when you're ready, Pastor, we're ready for you. Amen. How you doing, Tracy? I'm good in yourself, Pastor. I tell you, if I was any more blessed, I wouldn't be able to stand it. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. God is just that good to us. Isn't that something? Yeah. Amen. Yes, he is. Amen. And I'm, I'm not going to hold you up, and, and I'm not going to uh, take up the time, the show time, but we're just going to just gonna just go to God in prayer right now on your behalf because we know that we serve a God who is able Hallelujah. And we just, all of us right now, uh, the Father of the Power 21 family, um, on your behalf, we're going to touch and agree with you that what God has already spoken on your life, it shall be so in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're going to go to God in prayer and touch and agree with you right now. Uh, Father God, in the precious name of Jesus, we all just come together right now and we just touch and agree right now as a family along with your son, Tracy Randall, God. We come before you right now and we claim everything over his life, what you have already spoken on his life. 
even before you called him from his mother's womb. God, because you spoke over his life and you said, while you were yet in your mother's womb, I already spoke what you were going to be. And when I have called you from her womb, you already knew that that you were going to be what you are going to be this day. Father God, you already knew that Casper was going to try to take him out. Father God, with the devil sent on assignment against him and try to change what you spoke over his life, we know that because Satan ain't nothing but the father of the lie. God, we cancel the lie of the assignment that have been sent out against him right now. The assignment have already been canceled. And Lord, for every assignment, when the enemy came in like a flood, you raised up a standard against Every attack that the devil sent out against your son, cried God, because he's walking in the beautiful holiness, because he's walking by faith and not by sight. He has trusted in your word. And God, that's why the enemy kept coming against him. That's why he was looked at as an outcast. That's why everybody looked like he was a nobody. That's why he was treated like he was not a part of the family. Why, God? Because you had him here. Hallelujah. You had him under the shadow of your way. He couldn't be a part of anybody else. Why? Because you had chosen him unto yourself, and you was grooming him, you was making him, you had him in the fire, God, he was being purified, and when you was going to bring him out, he was going to come out as Hugo, and right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we know that you left a thorn in his side, and we know that he said that he, oh, he has a cancer treatment that's going to be coming up in just a little while, and God, we understand, we need him to understand that you left a thorn in his side. Just so he can remember that it is still you that is taking care of him. Just to prove to him that you are his keeper and there's nobody else. Why? Because he know in the word that you say that by your stripes he is healed. The flesh is sick, but his spirit is strong and rich and in his willing. And he trusts what your words say about him, not what the doctor's report has said. Why? You say Whose report shall you believe? And God, I believe he's walking in where you have spoken over his life. And he believes that his body and he is already here because his spirit is still willing. And right now, God, we claim everything along with him that you have said shall be. Because why? You got so much work that you are going to use for him to do. And nobody else to do what you have brought him forth to do. And in a time such as this, we need a young man to be on the scene such as Mr. Randall. So right now, God, we call Tracy forth. We send him forth. We lift him up to you and remind you the promises that you have made unto him. You say, put you in remembrance of the words and the promises that you have made unto us. So tonight we're reminding you of the promises that you made to Tracy. And God, we believe that you are God, that you will not lie, and we know you have not lied to Tracy. You will keep him, you will raise him, you will heal him. Hallelujah, Jesus, and use him to your glory. And we thank you now for what you're doing for him, 
Ahab and through them that the world will see that your hand is upon this sight. In Jesus' precious name, we say, and all your people say, Amen, 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 amen. and Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Be blessed, Thank you, Jesus. they say. Because you, you will do what God says you shall do. Mm. And you will be around a long time. God got much work for you to do. And it ain't just saying. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. You will do. You will do what God says you have been called forth to do. Amen. So be blessed in his name. Go forth, young man. Thank you, my sister. Right. Go for it, Father Jesus. Okay. I'm going back to the kitchen now. All right, Pastor V. <laughs> be blessed. Be blessed, y'all. Amen. Be don't, blessed. Forget, yeah. don't forget, y'all, Thank Pastor you. V can be found on Thursday, 8 o'clock live, right here on the same network. So join us. Her Bible study is just so real. You know, we love mm. you, Southern pastors, man. You got to love them. Pastor V is God real. Bless. All right. Thank you. Mm. All God right. bless you. Good night. Good night. All right, Pastor V. We see you tomorrow. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. You guys ready for another song? And we come back. We're going to hit Tracy up with some more, some more questions. And Ooh. I was waiting for um another producer to, to enter the, the, the uh, conference call. I'll check on him in a little bit because he has some questions too. So check it out. We're going to hear my favorite, my favorite call, Abel. Here we go by Tracy Randall.
Worldwide Podcast. All right. What's up, Jasmine? Jasmine's in the Facebook. What's up, yeah? Oh, my buddy Davidson Jermaine from Puna Kana. That was my man there. Man, he was so nice. That dude made the had the best cup of coffee I ever had in my life. And Punta Cana, man, he hooked it up. Davidson Jermaine, he just had a baby last year. Um, man, we be back next summer, brother. Not this summer, but next summer, I'll be back. So we be looking for you. He's he's originally from Haiti, and um, he's living over in Punta uh, Cana right now, Dominican Republic, working at the Paradisi. I think that was the name of that hotel. I always forget the places my wife be sending me, but I had a good time though. It was it was a good staff over. They spoiled us. I hear some people have problems over there, African-Americans. All right. But I just want to holler at the brother. He had a birthday, too. All right. All right, let me get y'all back on here. Uh-oh. Computer freezing up. Hold tight, y'all. I'll be right back. We talking to Tracy Randall. He's, award, he's a Grammy-nominated artist, songwriter, producer. All right, here we go. I've never seen him do that before. All right, what's up? We back with Tracy Randall. Tracy, tell us, man. Um, which, what was you nominated for? Um, with the with the Grammys. Uh oh, is Tracy still there? Uh oh, I'm unmuted. But how about Tracy? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I unmuted him because let me see. That's past the V right there. Yeah, maybe maybe he had to step out a little bit. All right, but well, I think I played all the songs. <laughs> But tell you what, while we waiting for Tracy to get back, we can hear another one from um from the what was the artist's name of? Uh, I forgot his name that quick. Terrence Pharrell. Well, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. yeah, he got a song called "Praise Him." Let's check that out real quick while while Tracy dials back in. <laughs> Thanks. 
All right, that was Terrence Farrell. This song had a lot of hype in there. Woo! Man, better get a church started. All right, we're talking to Tracy Randall. We got co-host Joyce White. You still with us, Tracy? All right, so he said he's okay. So he, he should be unmuted by now. All right. Oh, okay, because that's what he said. He un- was muted. That's what he told. Yeah, he said okay. So I thought I'd oh, unmute okay. him. Yeah, I thought I did. I don't see no nothing on the button. All right, because I thought this other number was was uh past the v there I am, oh that's you Hello. i'm sorry man you know all that time i thought that was past the v that was you okay you, oh. he's in an 888 number okay i don't know who this other number is at the bottom man maybe that's me <laughs> i don't know my numbers oh lord jerry i don't know jerry, who this jerry, is jerry. it must be another call in here then see that's why we're trying to get people people to uh go into the chat room oh well Sorry about that, man. You was there all the time. I thought I thought you was at the bottom. My bad, Trey. All right. <laughs> was it my turn to ask? Him? Was, it, was it my turn to ask him a question, Joyce? Charge it to charge it to his um, heart, Tracy, not his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got t- I got too much going on in here. I need an engineer. I'm trying to get my my young you son do. to come down and help See, me out. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you that, Jerry? Because yeah. I can't engineer my own show. I'm not that um, coordinated. And you should see what I got in here. I know you guys see some pictures sometime when I'm live in here, but I but you know then running this uh, face thing and then people hitting me up, inboxing like crazy. It's a lot going on, but I can handle it. I can handle it. All right, Tracy. All right, man. I got a big question for you, brother. Man, you know I was reading your bio, man. That thing read like somebody in their sixties. And, um, you know, you and I was chatting, man. I was like, this, this is unbelievable, man. You have accomplished so much. And I remember you said you had a lot done when you was 26. And, and you have, what, three degrees, something like that? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one undergrad degree and two terminal degrees. Right. And you, and you say you don't really have to write much down, so you have a really, really good memory. Um, you got you to gotta learn a lot of names. <laughs> that's, that's, that's for sure. In this industry, you know, we don't want to have a client, you know, show up and you're like, oh, who's this guy? You know, because you forgot his name. Now, what's the difference dealing with athletes versus dealing with entertainers? You know, is it a difference with business with them? Yeah, there's a huge difference. Um, for one, you don't have to worry about if an athlete is going to make any money. They already The money is guaranteed except for NFL. So we know that that is, <laughs> that 20% is coming regardless. Uh, That's right. But with... <laughs> With entertainers, uh, sometimes they have a low a slump whereby they're not earning any income. Hmm. Uh, and then there are times where they, you know, most entertainers, entertainers, both athletes, they mismanage their money. Um, with entertainment, with entertainers, from a legal side, I don't, I'm not babysitting, or we're not babysitting, but from a personal management standpoint, we're doing a lot of babysitting. Hmm. Um, and I hate to say that in, in a negative way, but... It, you know, it, creative people, um, we tend to not think of schedules, and we stay up all hours of the night, and we wake up at 6 or 7 o'clock in the evening. Unfortunately, I have to uh, burn the candle at both ends because I'm an executive, so I have to get into the, to the, just to the workforce, and then I'm burning the candle late at night, and I'm traveling, whatever. But I... You know, I have an amazing staff, and I, I cannot, and I've been blessed. I mean, we're, 
we have three offices now, one in New York, one in Miami, and the other in L.A. So I've been blessed to employ 47 people, mm. um, all of African-American descent, and I'm glad that we're able to do something uh, great for people, uh, to do something that's fun and energetic, and, and no day is the same, and that's yeah. what I love about it. No day is the same, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's right. Can't predict your day. In your, in your bio, you do read like a white guy. Work out with a lot of money. Now, Jerry, now, Jerry, you shouldn't say that because a lot of people say that about me when they hear my voice over like an answering machine or something or over the phone. They think I'm white when they meet me in person. They're like, oh, yeah, she black. No, I say, no, I say his, his, his bio reads like a white guy. Read his bio. <laughs> you know, you, you see, you know, producer, songwriter, performer, manager, I mean, lawyer, I mean, I don't know a lot of black guys that can just holding that many trophies in their hands at one time. I mean, you know, you read about people have a lot of skills, but uh, but Tracy he has a lot of skills. I mean, br- you know, real brainy skills at that because you're talking about he 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 has to learn that that business, and that's not an easy business he's in because you guys are dealing in tampering real estate and everything, correct? Yes, we we were forced into. Um purchasing and acquiring real estate, there is a tax called capital gain taxes that, um, and I'm by no means am I bragging, but um, I pay 39%, 39 39.6% on every dollar that I earn because I'm in a high uh, income bracket. But then there's a a, um, thing called the capital gain taxes that the government will will tax you an additional 20%. Mm. on every dollar. So you're looking at 59% on every dollar. If you don't, unfortunately, get rid of the excess money and to give yourself tax credit. So films are the best way to get tax credit. So that's why we started the, the film and TV division, the creative mm-hmm. and the real estate uh, division, because you get better tax breaks um, and you're not being overwhelmed or, or taking, you know, the government doesn't take away all of your money. And that's why I couldn't vote for Bernie Sanders because of, of the, the program that he wanted to implement. By the time he finishes, I would be at the 79 percentile of taxes. I would be suffering, literally just, just suffering. Just paying them all your labor, <laughs> all your money. Because, because I was blessed, you know, um, and it's, it's, it's disheartening. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of, it, it sucks. <laughs> just imagine how, how we feel. We make under 300000 the way they be hitting us, man, especially with the medical bills, I mean, the medical premiums, and then they don't pay for nothing. My wife is still trying to figure out what are they paying for, and we paying these high premiums, you know. That's why I told my son, uh, I said, yeah, I think um, track probably going to be a little better than football because you be getting hurt, <laughs> you know, and we got to go to the doctor, oh. you know. Yeah, I mean, you're thinking about that sometime, you know. I have no medical insurance, um, and I can't get the affordable care, so I'm paying everything out of pocket. Wow. I've just been ble- God knew what was going to happen before it happened, um, so I'm blessed to be able to afford uh, the the treatments that I have. And subsequently, if I did have insurance, I would be dead because the standard uh, treatment or the standard care for cancer is ridiculous. It's the bare minimum. I've been in situations where people will be in, in the room doing their chemotherapy and they're on the phone with their health care provider and the doctor saying you need, you know, 18 more series of, 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 can- of, of chemotherapy. And the insurance that is telling them, no, that's outside of the scope of standard care, of, wow. of treatment. 
And here it is, this person has a life-threatening illness. They're crying on the phone. They're stressed out. The, mm. the worst thing you can do to someone who's ill is to create stress. That's right. That, mm. That's the last of, you know, there, there needs to be a, a complete over, overhaul of um, the health care here in America. I'm not saying that everyone should, should get a lot of free things, but... Uh, when someone is, is affected with cancer or HIV or all these other things, um, there should be an unlimited resource of insurance stuff. It mm-hmm. should there should not be a cap. You know, I know I know several friends. You know, they may may have lost a son or a daughter, um, and owe five million dollars in medical bills, and, and they're making seventy thousand dollars a year. I mean, what do you do? Mm. What do you do with that? Mm. That is tough. That's yeah. tough. That yeah, it's is. horrible. It's horrendous, it to be honest. It is. Yeah, something is wrong, man. The system is definitely broke. It is broke. It's not right. And then, you know, you do read about other countries that, that do offer free medical insurance. And I, and I thought Canada. one time that we were trying to mirror some of those programs, but, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's happening. You know? Nope. That's why I'm moving to Canada, y'all. Anybody want to join me? Because that's free. Free health care in Canada. Yeah, we have a lot of, you know, so far looking at some of the law, I mean, the treaties that we have with them, we they're practically part of us. They are really, really close. Well, you know, Canada may have free health care, but there are still limitations. I know people who are still suffering there as well. Um, the issue that we have in America, and I am not Republican, I don't even know how any minority could be Republican, because they're, they're against a lot of uh, things that would essentially help others. But the Republican Party, uh, essentially, their their entire objective was to ensure that President Obama would not have a second term. So it, mm. I, I, for one, think that the, that the man did an, a, a, an amazing job. A lot of people think that, you know, since you're a president, that you have all of this power. You know, the legislative branch has all the power. They're vetoing. They have the ability to pass bills. He may have an executive order, but that's limited in scope. Um, so for him to do such an amazing job with, with implementing, you know, at least the affordable health care and all of the other things, I commend him and I applaud him. Um, but the Republican Party does not... Uh, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. they're heartless people. Mm. Um, Amen. They, they, are, they have become heartless, villainous, uh, racist. <laughs> it, 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 then the list goes on and on. And I know I'm going on a tangent. I'm going off. But if, if you have a, a, a man like Donald Trump who can come into a race and say anything negative about any of the race and these people are applauding. He is essentially saying everything that white America or any white person throughout the world has been wanting to say since the civil rights act. They, th- this is, this is how they feel and this is how they think. And so if, 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 a, if you feel if, if African American, any minority who is a part of the Republican party feels that, they are going to be a part. If this man gets into office, they're going to be divided. The, the laws and, and the economical laws that are going to implement it, they're going to be exercised only for white America, mm-hmm. and all of us will be delineated from everything else. We're, mm-hmm. and, and, and then the, the, the talk of we want our country back, we want to go back to the original Constitution. 
how do you want a country back that you stole? And number two, if you want to go back to the original constitution, we are thirty. We are three, one third of human beings. So we will be animals back in, in, in shackles and property. The Dred Scott cases and all these others. So um, going back to the Affordable Care Act, I don't care whether or not I'm able to get insurance because I work, God provides, and I am good. Um, but there are a lot of people who are like yourself paying, you know, I know some people paying $1,200 a month premium because they have five or six children mm-hmm. that are on the policy. You know, that that's oftentimes some, that, some people, that's one third or probably two thirds of someone's daily income. So how are you going to pay rent, your mortgage and, and, and gas and all those other things? So they're suffering. And the only reason why the, the Affordable Care Act is the way it is, is because that is the only way President Obama could have gotten it pushed through. Yep. Absolutely. Mm. Because if it had been any other way, the Republicans would have vetoed it. And these, the, I guess the 36 million people who have it now would not be insured. Yeah, they'd water so, it down. That's right, water it down. Mm. Deep yeah. stuff, man. True talk. True talk. It's, it's, it is true talk because I'm one of those ones as an entertainer that's um, struggling to, to find health care because that's my mission right now. Every day I'm on the Internet trying to find affordable health care for myself. And I'm not yeah. a spring chicken anymore. I'm starting to have health issues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's one reason why, you know, we're um, trying to get this FIT program going, get everybody encouraged and motivated to do what they can to, you know, try to take care of themselves the best they can. We can't sit around eat bags of chips like we used to. I mean, I, I mean, I, I dread it sometimes. I feel like taking a bag of pretzels upstairs and just sitting in bed and, and watch Greenleaf <laughs> at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning while listening to Positive Power. Can you stop talking about my show? I like this show. <laughs> I, I like it too because it's on right truth. now. It's looking at me. Yeah, we about to check. We're gonna check out the rerun. But right, look, we appreciate you, Trey, uh, sharing that, man. Because I mean, that's what we're dealing with in this country, man. And and Tina just uh, typed across the kitchen that she has affordable CAG, but it's not affordable. But like you said, they they had to water it down just to get it where it is today. All right. Yeah. We talking to Tracy Randall. That's right. Now, Trace. Tell us, man. Tell us about um the denomination, man. The Grammy. What, what was going on at that point? What, what were you? Was it the uh, Shaggy, the Shaggy song that, that you were nominated for? Yes, yes. Summer of Kingston. Um, <laughs> they sent me a lot of tracks, uh, and it was like, you know, book, 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 book. You know, come up whatever. And I was coming up with hooks, and you know, a, a lot of people say, will say, especially in the Christian community that if you straddle the fence you're not a, you're not fully ministering. And I think that that's different. I, I really don't I don't I don't think that that is right. Um I think that every form of music except for the real grimy stuff has and even then um has some type of message to encourage somebody. Because there are children out there who may have a household and no one's doing anything great in that household, but they're able to turn on a TV. And even though Lil Wayne has this, whatever, whatever, they're able to say, Hey, I can do that at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, I, there's a possibility that I can rap and, and, and go somewhere and do something. Um, there, there's music that um, moves people emotionally that sometimes they've been sitting there th- contemplating suicide and they mm-hmm. hear a Kelly Price song, 
you know, or or Shante Moore song or Whitney Houston song that that shows them about healing or love. So um, I, I love being a part of inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what that album was about. It was it was it was an inspiring uh, project. Um, I was able to do something totally out of my element. I had never written anything to reggae, um, but that also inspired me producing "Born a Winner," which is going to be played throughout the segments of the Olympics this year. Oh. So you know, um, it, it's just nowadays. There is no genre-specific music anymore. They will play my music and then play Drake. If you if you've noticed, if you don't listen, listen, and until it catches you, you wouldn't even know I'm an inspirational artist. Mm-hmm. And then once the lyrics hit you, it's too late. You're inspired, so you're you, it, it it it's entrenched in your mind. It's entrenched in your heart, and. Not that I purposely did it, but that was the vision that, that Christ had given me that, you know, your your voice will not be just in the four walls. I sing in nightclubs. I sing wherever. And I get flat from that, but I'm still singing Christian music. And and there are people being healed by it. I mean, man, there, there are people who stopped drinking that same night, and we're sitting out in, in the, literally in the parking lot talking, mm-hmm. talking. You know, um, and all I hear is, man, you're a different kind of Christian. Most of the time, every, I, look, <laughs> my job is to plant the seed. That's right. that, that, that is my job. It's, my, it's for Christ to save. Like I tell people all the time, I don't speak for God. I just speak about God. Amen. And and all too often we get so caught up into the hype that I am a higher power than those who are those who do not have titles. I have a PhD. I don't force people to call me Doctor Randall. That is irrelevant to me. Mm. I don't care about it, though. I have done the work and I respect it. However, but but when you're when you're when you're trying to meet people where they are. You have to get down in the trenches and, and be relatable. All of these cliches. and it, I was 13 years old when somebody said, God has a calling on your life. And for two years, I thought God was coming to take me away. Mm. Because I didn't know what calling meant. I, I didn't. I, I didn't. And there's a lot of people, a, a, a large amount of people, who we, have, we cannot connect with. Because we speak such a different language and we keep saying we're not, we're in the world, but not of the world. You're only in church two times out of a week. The rest of the other times you are supposed to be living and you have to connect with people that are living as well. And this holier than thou act, and, and forgive me, I'm not talking about anyone in this call, but this holier than thou act that we are so clean that, that we don't want to, anybody that touches. Listen, I've drank, I've done cocaine, I've partied, and I talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because people want to know yes, that sir. you are human first. Mm-hmm. You are there's a humanistic side to every spiritual being. Because this the shell that we're in has a soul. And in order for you for people to trust you or believe in the God that we serve, we have to testify where he brought us from and to now. We, we, we are so ashamed. We just, we just keep sw- sweeping things underneath the rug. We, we continue to do that, and no one knows about it. So there's this, 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 this misconception that once you get saved, your life is this new thing. 
but you don't have a past. And then when people find out about your past, they feel let down because you never shared it. Making any sense? <laughs> I hear you. But look, they're in the kitchen now, man, just praising you, man. You know, for speaking the truth, and I know where you're coming from, man. I was, I was a DJ. You know, me and my boys, we basically we spend music to meet women, and you know, we was whoremongers, and some of my friends done Ooh, coke Karen. and drank and <laughs> done all that stuff. You know, um, you know, gangs and not hardcore gangs, but you had to have a, you know, kind of a gang, <laughs> you know, some people around you. But you know, we seen people stabbed and shot and murdered. We was at parties where you couldn't the the this. This, the room was so cloudy with marijuana smoke, you couldn't even see your hand in front of you. So I think God God does that to us. He lets you go as far as you need to go, you know, rock bottom, whatever. And next thing you know, he can pull you up so you can be a witness to somebody who's going through that right now. Because just like a drug counselor, he can't counsel to someone if he don't. He's never been there before, you know. Amen. He's speaking the truth, Amen. Man, you know, just like you talk to kids about college, you know. How can, I, how can someone talk about college they've never been before, you know. Amen. Yeah. Amen. We're doing our children a disservice by sheltering them this much because the world is not a shelter. There's rain, sleet, and snow. Mm. There are seasons. You're not going to be housed. You're not going to have a coat on. All those. Things. You have to. You have to be tough enough to survive in a world that 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 will essentially swallow you up. And I'll say one last thing is, I only prayed about cancer once. I never, ever prayed about it again. And the reason why I haven't is because the God that I serve, I've placed it at the altar. Mm. And whatever he wants to do with it, it's his choice because it will be in his will. His will will be done. And so I have no fear of what tomorrow may bring. I have no fear what the, what, what an hour from now will bring. I'm at, I'm at, I am such at peace that I can't even explain it. I, I cannot. I'm, I'm here with a fever. I have an IV drip in my arm, and I'm tired. I'm in pain. But I don't have any fear. Mm. I don't. I, I have no fear because at, at some point, if you really trust and believe and you pull it back from him, that means you don't, you don't believe in what he's saying. You don't believe in, in, in a true spiritual realm that God exists. You know, and, and if, if you're afraid of life thereafter or eternal life, then you're screwed. You're messed up. If I die today... I know I'm going to heaven without a shadow of a doubt. I know that my Lord and Savior will take my soul to heaven. Amen. All of my sins are washed away because he has washed them away. And that's why I talk about them. So openly, so publicly, I have no shame of what I've done. None whatsoever. Because I, I have asked Christ to forgive me. All the people that I may have wronged, I have, I have apologized. I have made amends. I've asked for forgiveness. Now, it's up to them if they choose to accept it or not. I have done all of the things that I am supposed to do that God has led me to believe. And so if I die tonight, I am good. If I never go into remission, I am good. I'm sorry for this rant, this little rant. But 
No, brother's okay, man. This, this, this is what this platform is for, man. I mean, you know, and, and, it's, it's for and, and, what you're doing now. Talk. Talk to us. Church has gotten so caught up into these titles. Uh, you know, and, and, and the titles, and, and uh, subsequently, they're lying. You know, I know so many doctors without a degree. I, you know, how can you worship in truth and in light when you lie about your education? You know, and, and everyone's getting so caught up on pastor, deacon, elder. You know, it, 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 it's just, it's, it's like overwhelming to a point where I get frustrated um, because it's not that serious. You have to be serious about Christ. I don't have any fans. I have fellow worshipers. The only celebrity I want to introduce people to is Jesus Christ. And, and, and that's just the way I feel. You know, and, and it's very imperative that we get, into a, an, we get into an open space and get out of this box. You know, all this, it's better, it's greater later, and all this other stuff. Oh, this is your season. What does that actually mean? Because things don't grow in the winter, and it doesn't grow in the summer with sand. So what are we left with? You know, uh, it's always God is going to bless you. Yes, he's blessed you now with life. Don't worry about the other blessings. <laughs> and, and, and all of these prophecies, oh, you're going to get a new car, you're going to get a new house, and everything is financially based. But these people are making $24,000 a year. If that, they go buy a new car, they're going to damage their credit because it's going to re be repossessed next week. And then the first thing we're taught is, oh, that blessing was not meant for you. Mm. No, it, 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 no, you shouldn't have told this guy, this woman or this man that God saw this new car in your future. And they believe that because you're a man or woman of God and went out and put themselves into debt. You, that's the truth. Mm. Stop, you, know, you can't help your family. You can't help your family because you don't have no money now. <laughs> huh? As in now you can't help your children because you don't have no money because you just spend it all on a car. <laughs> You can't do anything. The other issue, and, and this is the final issue that I have. How can you drive around in four $100,000 a piece vehicles and live in a mansion and your congregation cannot afford lights, gas, or water? Mm. Your benevolent fund does not supply anything, any financial resources to anyone within that community. In addition to that, you have all of these businesses around you that you should be able to buy and, and, and create a source of economical growth within that community where there's a lot of people in the church who are jobless. Many people are not looking for a handout. They're looking for a hand up or opportunity mm -hmm. to get to the next phase. Mm -hmm. The other thing that my, my final thought is, my final point is this. We have to be prepared to reap the benefit. God is not going to send you a $170,000 a year job if you're not qualified. Mm. It's not that you're not supposed to be blessed with it. You're just not prepared to do the job. Mm. You know, we, we, keep, we keep putting these fantasies and these falsehoods and these false hopes into people and, 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 and when they're let down, who do they blame? Mm. Who do they blame? Themselves. My mom, no, mom God. Dad. 
No, they don't. No, they blame God. Oh, they, blame, I've done they blame God. When, yeah, yeah, when I was sitting there fighting, um, getting thrown out of out of my apartment, and I ended up really at, actually having to leave my apartment. Yeah, I blame God. There's mm-hmm. other things I blamed God for too wow. that has happened yeah. in my life. So He's He's speaking the truth. Mm, yes, yeah. they hey. blame God because somebody, the leader, told them that God told them that this, and instead of taking it out on the, the I'm not going to call him a false prophet, but somebody didn't, didn't hear the word of God the way it was, they, they, that God told them. And instead of being upset with the person who trans, translated whatever, we go directly to God because someone else told God, someone, God told someone else to tell me that this is going to happen in my life. And if it doesn't happen, I'm angry with God. Whoa. And so you shut, you cut off that relationship um, with Christ, which is just, which is the best source of life for you. Mm. You know, with me, I guess I was owning up to my mistakes. I guess when, 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 you know, when I seen things going down a hill and I, you know, I was praying to God and see those things, you know, happen. I blame myself because I figured like I wasn't totally obedient. I guess because I'm not. You know, maybe because with my mom and my dad instilling us that, you know, hard work, you know, go to school, be all you could be. And then, you know, you was a slacker. You didn't do all you could do in college. I didn't get the, you know, I had three point something average. I could have done better, you know. So I don't know. I mean, I guess people got different mindsets, but I don't know. I agree with you, Trey, on that. You know, Jewish, I understand what you're saying, too. But I, I'm always I'm I'm thinking too about you know what my parents said to me in the beginning, beginning before, you know, these opportunities was going to happen, you know. So I feel you on that one, man. You know when people sit up there and they let the pastor tell them this and that, or they go to a someone discerns something to them and they just waiting and waiting for it to happen and it doesn't happen, and they praying, you know. I don't know. Man, that's a deep topic. It is. It really is. Because, like I said, I'm walking through that right now, but I'm trying to, you know, keep the faith because that's what everybody keeps telling me. Keep yeah. the faith. This is all happening for a reason. It's going to work out. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm trying. Yeah. But, um, you know, the type of person that I am who doesn't really have patience and I know I need to develop more, I'm, I am definitely starting to question God. It's like, well, what's really going on? <laughs> you know, sometimes it's always it's part of your journey. You know, it's like you're going to get a lesson out of it, you know. And, I mean, I know for a fact it was a lot of times I was hard-headed. I mean, I know, you know, I wasn't listening to him and I wasn't listening to my parents. And, I mean, I didn't, like, take things to the extreme. I just went far enough out in the water just not to drown. You know, I can make it back, you know. You know, some people go all the way in. So they all the way in with the drugs, all the way in with the alcoholism, all the way in with the bad girls, all the way in with the gangs or, you know, stealing and stuff. You know, so I never went all the way out there. You know, I was all just far enough I can make it back. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's just it's a deep topic, man. Hey, you, it is. You, you took us there, bro. Yeah, you surprised and I'm me. I'm glad he did. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad he did because I needed to hear. I yeah. need to hear everything that he said. Yeah, it's very humbling of you to even. You know, take it there because, you know, I, I mean, I, you know, you and I have been chatting a lot. And I, I know where you've been and where you're going. And, you know, and, and I, that's, I know you understand that now your music is, is delivering messages to people, whether it's in the nightclub, 
wherever people cars god used us you know for his purpose his glory and you know when we all did and gone i'm hoping that this legacy you know something one of these shows saved somebody you know so they can go to heaven that's what it's all about because that's one of the things that was brought up when we had um david lee here that pastors are not saving souls in the church they are all about the bling and the bling you know they want to drive the biggest cars and have the biggest homes and and they not nobody's coming to the pulpit. They timing them. It's like they spend more time collecting your money than saving souls. And that's that's some of the big topics that's being brought up in, in podcasts right now. And is is that you know they are they are counseling people, and the first thing that they are saying is, "Are you paying your tithe?" Right. Someone could be going through a divorce. The first thing they ask, "Are you paying your tithe?" I don't think that a pastor should be counseling anyone unless they're a licensed therapist. That's just me. I don't think that the secretary should just be someone reading the, the minutes. I don't think that the treasurer should be an ordinary person. I think that he or she should be a CPA or some type of FA, financial advisor, so that they can handle the money and get into interest-bearing accounts and all these other things so that that building fund won't take 90 years. But because of the, and the Bible speaks of this, because of the, un, the, the people who are not qualified, you, you can't quantify anything. You can't grow anything because they don't know how to grow it. It's, it's like it's like taking a seed and putting it into the ground and hoping and praying that uh, it's going to happen. You're not watering it. You're not doing anything. And you put it in the wrong soil. You plant it at the wrong time. And, and you didn't know what to do with the plant once it does grow. So, um, I don't know. It's uh, it's disheartening. Well, you definitely hit on, you know, all point. I mean, shoot, man, if you would have been here with David Lee, you guys would have been. Yes. That would have been an awesome show. Awesome show. You know, it's funny. My wife and I had a conversation about him. And the only thing she knew about him was that, you know, what a lot of the pastors were saying against this guy. You know, I said, well, I said, huh, you didn't hear his side of the story. And I said, and you didn't read the book because that wasn't what it was all about. Him telling, you know, telling people it's not all about paying tithe. It was no such thing as paying tithe. He wasn't saying that. He's saying they need to go back to traditional church. You know, that's really what it was all about to me was about because, I mean, you never I never even heard about it as much as I do now when I was first going to church. You know, it's like now it's like, um, is this a bank? <laughs> you know, this is where we Man, feel the our money. Been, I have been to church and bishops have called me up. Oh, Dr. Randall is going to sow a seed of twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I believe you. I believe you. Right then and there. And if they had caught the old trace, I'd have probably cussed them out real good. But the good time, good thing they caught me at, at where I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's really disgusting. I I do apologize, but I have to go to treatment at 3 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, man. I know, brother. Uh-oh. Yeah. Wow, 3 in the morning. Are you flying somewhere or are you, are you, are you where you need to be? in New York but the prepping it, it, it takes a minute I, okay. I do the blood oxygen oxygenation mm-hmm. and it takes a while to prep well we, we are past our time though <laughs> our time was over at 11 yeah, 30 but, I mean, yeah. but everything that he was sharing yeah. it's like wow. oh yeah no doubt I wasn't gonna stop I wasn't gonna stop the spirit nah 
No, Tracy, we appreciate you, brother, man. And, um, you know, I'm here for you, man, anytime. You know, you want to pop in in the kitchen and say hi to the great folks at Positive Power. We appreciate you, man. Listen, I, I appreciate you more. I appreciate this platform for Christ. If you need me for anything, I'm just a phone call, instant message, email away. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Hey, man, you know, you got any positive brothers who, and positive sisters want to come on who's who from that world that people don't know that side of them? Hey, let me know, man. We bring them on. Bring them on. Definitely. All Definitely. Right. All right. And again, man, your friend Robin, um, she's in our prayers too. How, how's she doing? Um, I haven't spoke to her husband uh, today, but she should be out of the hospital soon. Um, she's a fighter. She's an attorney as well. So, you know, she's tough. Yeah, good. <laughs> good for her. All right. All right. Well, Joyce, um, well, we're going to end the show. So, Joyce, um. Any final questions for Tracy? We're going to let him go, or you can do your final thoughts. How about that? Oh, okay. Yeah, um, no, the only thing that I just want to um, let Tracy know is I can't wait to meet you when you get here um, in the ATL. We're, you know, we're hooked up on social media now, so I'll be reaching out to you because, you. I mean, I just want to meet you in person and just give you um, um, one of those holy hugs and, and just, you know, just let my spirit come onto your spirit and, because, yeah, you, I mean, I always get tongue-tied when people touch me, and you have really touched me. Everything that you said has really resonated in my spirit. So I thank you, and, and, I, and I know that, you know, God has you on a mission, and you're not going anywhere anytime soon. So I'm going to stop talking before I start crying. But God bless you, my brother. Amen. God bless you too, my sister. All right, Trey. We didn't pass the V, pass the Singleton, so she would continue praying for you and Tina, the same thing. So uh, we appreciate them ladies in the kitchen. So you got to check them out sometime. So we ready for your final thoughts, my brother? Well, you know, be prayed up, but also be ready to work. You know, uh, the reality to it all is I know that everybody keeps saying be humble. But God wants soldiers. He wants warriors. The devil is not sending a humble person to attack you, a, hum a humble demon to attack you. You got to get out there and get into the trenches and make things happen for Christ. Right. You know, and, and that's just, that's the realest I can get. Yeah, man, that is real, man. You know, I tell people all the time, I say, God built me like this. I don't know if I can humbleize myself like that you know it's like you know he gave me all of this and you know the, all these toys the skills and you know the people i've been meeting i mean i, I can tell you some stories man of some people i've met i think i shared a story with some people today and they were like whoa i don't know if i could have made it through that interview i said oh I've, it's been some nice i cried i had four shows in a row where i couldn't believe what these people were telling me so I said, it has to be God. I said, and he, he chose me to do this. So, you know, it's going to be the lights, camera, and action. That's just the way I'm built. You know, like my friends nickname me. They call me Prime for short. You know, they know how I am. And, you know, we're going to find a lot. Of, it's going to be a lot of more brothers and sisters just like you going to be coming on the show, preaching, preaching to people from their heart. And I'm sure you can touch somebody, man. Somebody that's going to give them energy to want to go on. Like you said, you know. He wants soldiers, man. He wants fighters, warriors, you know. Yeah. That's right. Hang in there, man. So you know where I'm oh, at. Oh, that's what I'm about, man. That's right. I'm right here in Maryland, 20 minutes out of B-more. 
And uh, we're going to be working on some things, everybody. Try to get you guys together. Don't forget, y'all, July 23rd, Kimmy Kim is going to have a big gala. We're going to talk to Pastor Bella, see if he can get in the parking lot because Charles Fears wants to come in town. We got Avery coming to town. And, shoot, maybe if it's if it's schedule permit, Tracy may want to come to town and do his hit song. So we're going to be working on that parking lot. Bring the community, bring the music to the community so they can meet these people with big, big hearts, you know, good spirit. All right. All right, everybody, we're going to go out with Shantae Chapman. He's coming real soon. This is an awesome brother, too. He, he's coming real, real soon. And, again, Trace, we appreciate your music, man. We love your music. And keep doing what you're doing, man. And um, we right here. You got my number. All right, everybody. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. You got one more thing? You got one more thing? No, have a good night. You too, man. God bless you. All right, everybody. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We had a great time talking to Tracy. He was bringing it real. And that's what we need on the show, man. That's what we want. That's what God, that's, that's what positive power is all about. The 21. That's right. We're not playing. He wants soldiers. You see how my numbers changed from um, the number 21 to to the double XI? Did you see that, Joyce? Yeah. Power, man. I, yeah, I like that. I'm yeah. going to have to start doing the double XI. And, yeah. yo, Jerry, when, when can I get a T-shirt? Are you going to get a T-shirt made that has all of your co-host pictures on it? I got I got to talk to my wife. Because <laughs> oh, I, I, okay. I ordered those shirts for the race. And, um, Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to find a vendor. You know, because I got them from Custom oh. Ink. They did a really great job, but I'm looking for somebody that can drape the X across my shoulder, and I want that thing looking vicious. You know, that's how I want to bring yeah. it. Yeah, I'm be working on that, and, and hopefully I can. I had actually found someone that had really good prices, but the work wasn't done that well. <laughs> it was like oh, my name uh-oh. was crooked. Stuff was crooked. Was it R and O straight? But did you iron this on the floor? I don't know what the deal uh-oh. was. Yeah, so um, I. I, I We'll see. We'll see what's up. We try to. I really wanted to get something with all of us on there. And now, since some um, Patrice is moving to the picture, she she's gonna be on probation. <laughs> We're gonna see how she how she does. And um, things move on. Yeah, Patrice, you gotta send me a nice picture, a nice professional shot. I mean, a good selfie will work. Make sure you're on a white wall so I can cut you out. All right, y'all. We gotta so get. That's in. how you do it. Yeah, yeah. Cut you out. It's like Photoshop. Photoshop, man. Yeah, you can't. You can't be standing in front of stuff that that, that you're wearing the same colors. <laughs> it won't work. Right. It's, it's, it's it won't work. A, yeah, yeah. It's gonna take a lot more work. So anyway, I appreciate you guys. And look, uh, we had a great time. We we actually uh, shot this whole show. I hope everybody to get a chance to see this on Facebook. We'll click it and get a chance to hear Tracy's testimony. Very powerful, bro. He is, he's a, it's very humbling of him to come on here. And, you know, he mentioned his degrees one time, and it wasn't like he was bragging. He just threw it out there. You know, it's just something that he accumulated. But he was he was really humble guy. I mean, how many times you get people come on here and talk about how big their house, how many cars they drive, and, you know, and, and the people they know. I mean, you know, they would do that to you. And you're like, oh, gosh, I feel like That's a what little, I'm saying. But that's why I told him. I, I appreciate him because mm-hmm. his his story is real, and I, I just appreciate his his um, being so um, what do you call it humble and just genuine. And I mean, I'm telling you, I was over here saying, "You better preach, boy." Yeah, you should have seen me. Yeah. I was like, "You better tell it." He did tell me earlier that he was happy to have another Christian platform. I said, "Uh oh, 
you're not going to just sit here and tell no story about it. So, you know, some people come on and tell their bio. I think I did that on Tina Hobson's Superwoman show. I think I gave her my whole bio. I didn't even talk about my mission because I really don't know. It's like every day God give me something different to do. It's like now I didn't know I was going to be the poster child of everybody 50 plus getting in shape and drinking plenty of water and, and walking doing the step program. I didn't even know that was going to happen. So I got to hook up with my friend Purple Barbie, get her on here, because she's really big about doing, you know, the 5K races, the marathons, and talk up. Because how we train is different how someone who's in their 30s, 20s, and 30s train. We have to train differently, you know. So I need yes, to, we do. Yeah, I got to bring somebody <laughs> on here that knows, like, how to, you know, people over 45, how to exercise safely. You know, so you don't injure Yeah, because our bone density, um, I have to have a bone density test. Oh, yeah. Because um, I don't drink milk, and I know yeah. that my bones are going to start tripping soon because I don't drink milk. I drink muscle milk. Yeah, that works well for me. Oh, you me. do? Yeah, I like, drink almond milk. That's like my uh, almond milk gasses me up. My mom tried to get me to drink this. The other, ooh, I said, I just want something. I pour water in, and it becomes something, something great, something nutritional. I'm actually working on trying to get some nutri- nutri- um, nutritional supplements from this guy who's who's claimed that this stuff is like the best on the market, how it's processed. But I just can't get to the web. It gives me an error every time I try to order. So I might just have to hook up with Katrina Shaw because she's right here in town and um, try what she has. She has a company called Thrive, and they're supposed to have really good nutrients. They swear by the energy level is really high. I mean, I don't need to be flying, but um, I just need to be a little bit more alert in the morning. But, you know, shoot, I don't sleep that long. You know, like all of look at you guys still Uh-oh. up. Pastor V still up. Shame easy, on you. Easy Pastor look, V by sleep. She used to sleep by now, but some kind of way she pulled through. <laughs> uh, she's so cute. And, uh, yeah, Patrice, work on that photo shoot. Yeah, because I want I want the ladies. I want you guys to really get me some nice pictures so we can hook up a really really nice poster. Because um, I'm expecting a lot out of positive power. I mean, anytime you get a guy like. Like like Tracy Randall coming here, a guy who who knows all these people, all those people you see on BET, he worked with those people, athletes. You know, I've I've seen the names. Um, God is going to be using a lot of people like these people. Who knows? We might get a Murray J. Blige on here. I know people that know her. You know, uh, athletes. We might be able to get Ray Rice on here and t- tell us what he went through. Ray Lewis, those kind of people. Well, you make sure you um, bring those two people you just mentioned on Wednesday night, on Wednesday so night. that I can be able to interview them because right. that would be the faith totally walking. awesome. That's right with the faith walk. Yeah, God is God is. Yeah, um, he's. I I can really see some. I mean, I've talked to some pastors who have that ability to to tell you where where God is sending you, and they all have. Um, spoke this into my life and i could really see it happening i mean i, I mean i mean if you ever if you ever really want to know you know what your real purpose is man you got to get into them prayer lines man to be praying and you will hear the message so clear a lot of people can say i don't never hear jesus or god he's speaking to you you know it may not really hear like a real open voice to you but you it will come to you you're like oh is that what i'm supposed to be doing yeah Yes. Yeah, Pastor V. Once you find out your purpose, because I finally found mine in 2016. It took a minute. 
Yeah, it's going to take a minute. And, and people speak these things into your life. I mean, just like you're not talking about you going back to college. You you can see how important it is sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't necessarily have to be the degree. It's just the, the, the certification or just the training, just you knowing that you can do that. College was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. And I did that with a full-time job and two babies and, a, and, a, and, a, and raised a son, you know, to be the guy he is today. That wasn't easy. And, and and my relationship was my marriage was still relatively new. It was just eight years, you know, and she was and we was going through a sickly. My mother in law was sick, really sick, you know, and my wife was going through that, her and her sister. So um, that was a tough time. And I'm going to tell you, and you guys had an opportunity to hear um, Kenya. Kenya was on here um, who had their company called Posh Kids Couture. And I'm going to tell you, yeah. um, I remember first meeting her. And I was like, oh, Lord, please don't sit next to me. And, you know, she ended up being uh-huh. a, one of the one of the most influential persons I've ever met. Yes, um, I remember first seeing her. She, I think she was, I think she was actually making some noise in the hallway. She was late for the class. Everybody it was just one seat <laughs> left. It was next to me. She had on a short skirt with a big dragon tattoo going coming up from her knee. I was like, oh Lord, don't sit next to me. And she ended up being one of our <laughs> tremendous good friends. You know, I mean. When for her, I probably been in school for five, six years, you know, or quit because uh-huh. of, you know, what I was going through at the time with, you know, raising, you know, two babies, a sick mother-in-law and, you know, trying to help my wife with her career. It was, you know, it was a lot. And and then I was trying to get back with the federal government because you needed to have, any, you couldn't have lower than a 3.0 or 3, you had to be around 3.0 or 3.5 to get, get in there. And I was trying to get back and they was treating me like a new employee. A new hire, you know. So um, it was, you know, it's the way God works. Thank you, Pastor V. It's the way He works. So, he, <laughs> so you know, you know what you made of. Awesome. So you know, so you don't have fear of these kind of things like this, you know. Oh, Facetime went out. I mean, Facebook. Oh, did it? Well, I guess I went past my limit. <laughs> but I was going to say, Tina asked you yesterday what was the limit on recording with Facebook Live. Well, we Remember were, last night? Yeah, we, we yeah, it was playing well, the music. Yeah, I heard. I seen a guy on there pass an hour. I thought one time, but um, yeah, we started around eleven o'clock with this. This it's, it's been an awesome night. Um, normally we stopped around eleven thirty. I think Tina be timing me sometime too. Superwoman. She said the other <laughs> night this was the earliest we ever stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, not yeah, tonight. she did say that, didn't she? Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah. But not tonight, you know. Yeah, Pastor V. Um, God is God is at work because the world is out of control. I mean, it's, it was some some stuff just happened last couple of days. I think what we had something went on in the airport with a train crash, shootings. You heard um, Gilbert on last night talking about they trying to rebuild their community. He's out there mm-hmm. in Orlando. They tell people don't be afraid to come in. You know, once people hear that that T word, you know they're gonna shut it down. You know, we we gonna be out there this August. You know, so um, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's something going around saying that the Taliban is telling everybody to hit people because you know what's coming up, right? July Fourth, and everybody yeah. travels on July Fourth. Yeah. So that's why you saw what happened in Turkey, mm. and now we're beefing up our. Um, Security. security here at our airports all around the U.S. because there is a, a hit out for them to start doing what they're doing in Turkey here in the U.S. So mm. we need our prayer warriors. We need to call and just get together and, and just start praying. Yes, yeah, well, God is beefing us up. 
you know. Mm-hmm. That's right. You can't yep. stop. And in the internet radio, you know, we don't have no regulations right now. You know, there's no bishop going to stop us. There's no apostle going to say you can't say that. You can't have this guest or that guest. No, we bring it real for the people. We we bring in spiritually filled music and hot topics. You know, I I didn't know Mr. Rand, Doctor Randall was gonna come in here and preach to us like that. You know, had no idea. Yeah, but I'm glad he did because oh, yeah. I'm telling you, some of that stuff he was saying, I needed to hear. Yes, yes, it's it's praying time, praying time, Pastor yeah. B. Like never, you I'm know. Afraid. Let me tell you one of the things that I, I've been doing for myself. You know. Because, you know, you're talking about faith walk. I listen to a lot of uh, spiritual um, frequencies, scripture. Uh, you know, like we go on YouTube. It's a lot of um, these guys. I don't. They don't even give themselves a title. They they just read scripture straight through. They pick, like, you know, scripture that means love and this and that, faithfulness and healing. And the music is like harp-type music, beautiful music. I just feel so good. So when I get out of that car, Sometimes it takes me a little while to get warmed up in the morning. You know, you feel the aches and the pains. I actually got a serious swaggy walk now. I was swagging so much the other day from this scripture that I was listening to. This woman that was walking towards me, she started walking the same way I was with a smile on her face. I was like, wow, <laughs> was it coming off like that? And she just started laughing, you know. I was feeling good, Pastor B. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's all about. It's right. all about you being that walking example that people can see. You don't even have to say anything, Jerry Royce. They can see your light coming as you walk in, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. A lot of people want to talk a good game. No, just show show them. That's right. Show, show them the light yeah. and the life that I, Christ is in you. Amen. Because I told my little friend today, our little friend, I'm trying to get her to do a commercial for me. She's a pretty little thing. She's from, Philippine, from the Philippines. And uh, we was talking today, and she was like, oh, wow, Jerry, I'll get to sit to talk to you. You're so full of life. And I said, you know, this this has been a challenge, you know, sitting in a class for nine months that I've done before, seven years ago. You know, they treat me just like I'm a new hire, you know. And I I was in a position where I was actually on the ninth floor working with one of the, you know, a, a person in a position that was appointed by the president of the United States, and then next thing you know, they said, you know, we're trying to keep you, but, you know, because of the way the budgets are, you know, we, we, had, to, we had to try to get you back. You know, and I was doing all this fantastic stuff. I started a, I helped them start a morning show. I helped them start a podcast. I helped them start a program to help better people and skills, you know, people they don't know that exist in their agency that they they can find out more about them. I I, I gave them all that stuff. And then I, I'm, I'm like, it's like I'm going backwards. But then, you know, then this comes along and then God started, I mean, I was talking to Pastor Bello, uh, Bombadella Bello, and he started praying and he told me the things. I was like, I was like, oh, just like you. You say, yeah, I hear you, but I want to see you, <laughs> you know, just like what Tracy exactly. was saying. Yeah. But I never gave, I still didn't give up the faith because I've seen worse. You know, I, I had friends that was on drugs. I had a best friend die from alcoholism. He was diabetic. And he still was drinking. I ain't never seen a dude like he was so depressed. He didn't want to be here no more. That was like my best friend. You know, I watched his kids grow up. You know, he didn't get a chance to see his grandbaby be born. You Aww. know, yeah, that was really, that was like the closest 
you know, and I, we had relatives that passed too, you know, grandparents and stuff. But that was like, whoa, you know, whenever the Raven season come around, because he was a real big Raven fan. I mean, we would be on the phone, you know, he was like, man, what's wrong with Flacco? You know, I'd break it down for him. It was two seasons without him. You know, that wasn't that easy, you know. Amen. So about their faith walk. Definitely. I like the way you call me Faith Walker. I'm going to have to, um, what is that, trademark that, brand it, do something. Yeah, you got to live up to that's it. That's me. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot to live up well, to. Well, I am going to, I am going to, uh, yeah, that's why I'm going through what I'm going through, huh? Because I've got to be the example of a that's Faith right. Walker. You're on positive power right now. This, this, You'd be surprised with, with who's listening to this show. I'm telling you. I'm, I surprise me all the time. I mean, this this was this is not that big of a thing. It's kind of minute, but this just show you right now that you just don't know who's listening to you. I was I, it was like an introduction to like a new manager, executive manager, and it got it was my turn to introduce. I was like one of the thirty last person introduces, and I didn't, I don't even think I said my name. She recognized me. She said, "I know who you are. I listen to your show." You Jerry voice line people just they just started laughing you know the class they was just tripping because they just called me the park the radio man you know so right, I was like right. wow you just don't know you know who listening to you so um I th- I think God gave us a big responsibility you know we re- we got we we're responsible you know you know you hear me Joyce big responsibility yeah I'm shaking my head that's the funny thing I forget that. When I'm listening to people, I'm shaking my head, and it's like, and people always say, you get so quiet. It's like, because I'm listening, and God has taught me how to be a better listener. So when I get real quiet, that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm taking it in, and I'm like, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, because I mean. We don't know whose lives we're touching. It's going to be some big things going to be happening. I got good family. Look, we have Ramona Sand. You know, Ramona Sand has worked with some of the best gospel singers in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Check Uh-oh. out, check okay. out her bio. Yeah, and, we just hooked up on Facebook too, me and Ramon. Yeah, and she was texting us, inboxing us, and congratulating. I mean, this woman, she was very humbling of her, you know. And I'm still amazed how a lot of them are gravitating towards Angara. They just walking away from the secular world and say, "Hey," and because you know the indie gospel industry is tough. I didn't realize how tough it was. Oh, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, Superwoman. She says someone is always watching. Yeah, they are. Now they get their watching heads on Facebook and Periscope. I was on Periscope early today. So, uh, oh, you were? Yeah, I might start doing a pre-show, you know, while I'm getting ready. And they can listen okay. to this beautiful music because I'm trying to spread the music, the joy of this music, the spiritual music. So I use Periscope. And then I hit up, you know, we went Facebook. A lot of people was dialing in yesterday. I told Tia, I said, over 100 people came in just that little short hour. Really? Yes. Hmm. And I didn't even know most of those people, you know. And then my friend from Punta Conta, Dominican Republic, that's right. My man Davidson Jermaine was in there, hit me up. Man, that was like, that dude made me the best cup of coffee I ever had in my life. I'm still trying to. Uh-oh. Find that formula. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he, he can make some coffee. Yep. 
And we'd be seeing him again. So if you're he's a coffee still, drinker, huh? Yeah, because I gave up fruit juice and, um, and milk and stuff. So I just drink um, flavored coffee, no sugar. Just I usually buy a flavored cream. It just has like five grams of sugar in there. Okay. And, um, and I drink water. And just water. Yep. That's it. So, hey, that's right, Superwoman. They are watching. Then we got Patrice in the mix. All right, Patrice, can Yay. you live? Should we, should we make her take the oath? <laughs> the positive yeah, power yes, oath? Yes, we shall. Ah, yes. Patrice, Miss Savvy Pro Jackson, a superhero. I accept this responsibility as the. Repeat after me, Patrice. You accept the responsibility <laughs> to fight evil and give people hope and faithfulness. And you be happy all the time, even when things going rough. <laughs> you saw me swear, Patrice Jackson. <laughs> now you're the part of the dynamic duel of Superwoman Tina Hobson. <laughs> yeah, Tina, you got to be silly. And this world is so bad out here. People got to find... Yeah, she repeating it. Joy okay. and happiness. You're in, but That's why um, I created my show. I, I just want to empower people, educate people, mm-hmm. and, and entertain people. That's right. We're Definitely want to entertain people That's because right. the joy of the Lord truly is your strength, and you can't allow mm-hmm. that Satan to steal that joy. That's right. He will come Because you don't and like steal what you. comes out of you when he when he takes that joy. He will steal you real quick. And Patrice, she mm-hmm. did. She did repeat after me. After after me, and she now okay. she has to go through the voice. University Communication or Podcasting School. That's next. So you start on Monday, Patrice, but we're going to talk Saturday. We're going to get together Saturday, do a mic check, see how you sound, make sure you're all right. <laughs> Tina funny. She, so you're going to engineer her show, right, Jerry? Yeah, she's going to be on here just like us. She's going to take Mondays. Remember, Monday was open. Oh, Okay, Monday slot was open. That's right. Yeah, Tina engineers her show. She's part of the I Am Superwoman Network, but, you know, she's going to be co-hosting on Positive Power late night. Right, late night. Uh -uh, Okay. I mean, I was going to let you guys, like, pull double duty and take turns, but then I said, shoot, Patrice has been so faithful. She's a podcaster, you know? She sure is. She's a superhero. So, you know, we're going to give Patrice an opportunity. I'm going to put you on probation, Patrice. (laughs) <laughs> she put three thumbs up. I think she's going to do excellent. Yeah, yeah. Tina likes her a lot. So, hey, you know. And, and, and this is a this is a powerful support team we have because I remember listening to Wayne Dwyer. I was really listening to a lot of him and Les Brown when I was really trying to crank myself up my faith walk, you know. And he was saying that you have to form alliances. You can't do this. And I heard another guy say the same thing, you know, especially I'm being an entrepreneur. Um, a guy that, that that has that that um that thing called the Venus, the Venus um, project, he said the same thing too. A lot of these guys, they you know you can't do it by you can't inv- you can't be inventor of everything. You need help, you know. And I think that I think this is a great program. You know, I'm not not gonna sit here and brag. I know God. This is all Him because if you look at the stuff that I'm dealing with, you be like, Jack, when did you go to school for this stuff? Who taught you this? YouTube. <laughs> and look, I've been trying to hit stuff up with Tina. She was like, okay, sorry I asked. <laughs> Aww. Look, Patrice said, I am no bat top, but I will do my best. Yeah, you got to get the glasses and the headphones, Patrice, if you're going to go live. <laughs> bat top know how to do it. I love me some bat top. 
Can't can't wait to see what Bat Top become. I hope I'm still around to see Bat Top become, you know, an awesome young lady. Because <laughs> she she giving her grandmother a time. <laughs> That's right. Miss Savvy's show is on Tuesday at 9 p.m. Okay, so you get to work two nights in a row. 9 p.m. when I am a Superwoman Radio. So everybody check. Oh, yeah, everybody. Brandon, Brandon, um, Leak, he is one of Anthony Avery's uh, producers of his album, Breaking Free. He was trying to come on because he wanted to say a word to Tracy. But, you know, God works, you know, he, he wanted Tracy to speak to us. And um, he said he was in the studio. And he couldn't. It probably was him who I hung up on. Because remember I told you it was another oh, call no. in there? That's, that could have been him. <laughs> yeah. Jerry. All the time, I thought Shame that was Tracy. <laughs> yeah, he had dialed in early because I think he was hitting me up early, letting me know he was going to check out the show. But everybody, make sure you come in the kitchen because this, you know, we spent a lot of time and energy putting this thing together. So come on out. And Miss V, I can't believe Pastor V still up. She said, "Ability." Oh, she's still up. Given by God, she must be hyped up. Tracy must have got to her today. Yeah, that was something. I. That was that was something there. You're talking about a guy who whose circles are incredible. I mean, you know, him and I, we text each other. I was I was even amazed that he was just texting me. I just I'm just a normal middle class guy, you know. And um he you know, he spent we spent a lot of time on Sunday and I think it was Monday, you know, going back. Yeah, one after one of the shows. He was listening to. We was on. He kept me. I told him I was about to go hang out with my wife. I said, "Yeah, I'm great. Go hang out with my wife." I think I was on here with him till one o'clock. Whoa! He was on his plane. Yeah, he was about to fly somewhere. He was in his in his jet, about to head out out of the oh, airport. So he has a jet. Yeah. See, I joke with people that I'm going to get me a helicopter here in Atlanta so I can fly over all this traffic. Yeah. This guy actually has a jet. Yeah. Okay. You charter. You could charter. Um. Uh, um, helicopter. It's probably cheaper to charter it than to own it. But I know the write-offs oh, okay. are probably better when you make a lot of money. You know, you need those write-offs. Because I know my neighbor. I was. Oh yeah. I was tripping with my neighbor because he went and bought a ninety thousand dollar car. I think after he finished putting the wheels and stuff, it was like a hundred thousand. And I said, "Wow, dude." I said, are "You are you leasing? Is it better to lease or buy?" He said, "Well, we had a really really good year, so." It, he would have owed Uncle Sam, just like what Tracy was telling us, so much money. You know, like 59% or something like that. I was like, wow. So he said by him getting that car, paying for it in cash, he's able to write that all off and keep his money and still have a car. So it was almost like the money he would have given Uncle Sam, he got a car out of it. You know? So, oh, you, okay. so you have to learn these things, you know, from these people. Because a lot of times the rich never would tell us their secrets. You know, like my neighbor behind me, he has his own church, and they do very well, him and his wife, and he never buy a car. He said any car that's over 45000 that he likes, his financial advisor told him to lease it, and he only keeps them for like two years because they appreciate so fast. Yeah. Yeah, that's what somebody else told me about cars. Never buy one. Yep, he get a chance to write it Because they depreciate when you drive it off the lot. Yeah, because he only leasing, he's only probably paying half of a car note that you would pay if you were owning it, but he's he has an opportunity to write off the mileage, you know, which is going to help me a great deal too. My wife was so excited. So, yeah, honey, I got I got everything taken care. I got the LLC back up to speed. You know, we had to write off. You know, these promotions we doing. It's community work. I said, hey, 
Better get some of this money back, you know, because, man, you know, you, you be paying out some taxes, man. It's like, why you work? You work so hard. And it, I'm not going to get into it because one day I was so pissed off about how much taxes. I actually looked it up and found out what we supposed to be paying that much. And I found out after researching that in, a, in, in one of those um, constitutions, one of those ones is written by the forefathers. They said something mm-hmm. in there talking about, man, that's, man. We're not your labor not supposed to be taxed. You're supposed to tax some um, corporations and stuff like that. Yeah, companies, businesses. Yeah, it was the dude, yeah. the dude that wrote that, that produ- directed that movie, um, Training Places with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, I love that movie. Look that guy up. I forgot his his name was I think his name was David Rus- Rosco Russo R U R U S S CO something like that. Look that that up on YouTube. Oh, uh, it was okay. it was an incredible documentary. And he actually passed too. I'm I'm not gonna get into it on this show, you know, because of my job. But check it yeah, out. Please don't. Yeah, check it out and see what you think. You know, maybe we we'll talk about it offline. You know, anybody listening? Yeah, we yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it's it's crazy. I mean what Tracy was telling us, the what he pays in taxes. Phew. Mm. Yeah, and you do have to find a way, and, and, and I'm glad he mentioned that too. Film, he said, film work, mm-hmm. good write off. So that's why God started. Oh, really? I can yeah. write that off? Uh-oh. Yeah, I can write that off. I got a film company. All the equipment we got here, yeah. I got, I got well, I have an entertainment company, and under that, I do all of my, you know, acting, modeling, right. voiceovers. You name it, anything entertainment, that's me. Remember, I'm mm-hmm. the female Steve Harvey. I just don't do stand-up. Yeah, you just, now it's just time to make that loop, right? Time to get yep. paid. Yep. All right, Joyce. We went to get out of here. I got to go make my sandwiches for my lunch. <laughs> it's time oh, that's play, right. Time to play some music. And again, everybody, I appreciate you guys hanging in there with us. It's, shoot, it's almost it's 1230. Y'all doing yep. good. <laughs> Pastor V still preaching. <laughs> all right, everybody. Is it bad time went to sleep? Did she miss all this excitement? Uh-huh. Yeah. God bless her. Miss <laughs> Joyce, appreciate having having you on the show again tonight. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Jerry. Always my pleasure yeah, to hook up with my brother from another mother. Yeah. <laughs> Joyce and Roy show. Yes. Yeah. Everything went well. Got a chance to crank out some some little internet TV. Loving it. Gotta love it. All right. Well, we're going to yep. go out on Joy Comes in the Morning with Shantae. Man, I suppose I played this song about an hour ago. <laughs> Uh-oh. Shantae Chapman. He's <laughs> well, actually it's coming. it's never too late. I forgot what day he's coming, but because um, I don't have my updated calendar, but I think it's next week. Could be this week. Shantae Chapman's coming here. Um... Let me see. Okay, this is, yeah, yeah, he's coming on the 5th. He's going to be on Kimmy Kim's show. We got Jay Torrey coming. He's going to be on your show. And Tina, yeah. we got we got Holloway Gray going to be here. You know, Holloway Gray is, is T.D. Jake's best friend. Oh, wow. Good night, Pastor V. Yeah, his best, best friend from childhood. He saved him from the gutters of the street, the crack den, crack house, whatever. Yeah, I mean Holloway been uh-huh. through some stuff, and he's he he's written a second book. He would be here on the seventh. We got Larry Larry Kreider the second. 
in in his group called for his glory ministry gonna be here on cotton's show on the first and tomorrow we got flo i frozen i put frozen by mistake we got frozen hayes gonna be on tina's show right she has some beautiful music okay. beautiful music we have a another music artist on the show and i think she had won several awards herself in the gospel industry and she's been in it for a while so she she can share some some um some good news some gospel about what with the industry because i was hoping tracy was going to talk a little bit about you know what you know i, I kind of know why he went over to gospel but like what's the difference you know what was so you know and but he kind of touched on a little bit that you know, even though, you know, you see Little Wayne in this industry, people still can receive something from their message. And a lot of them do have message. They have to sneak it in there, I think. I don't think the, the A&R team really want them to have those kind of songs, to be honest with you. Because you see Aww. what happened. You see how a lot of artists are just dropping secular music and just, hit, you know, just coming on over. Just like not like a gradual movement. Like releasing an album, like remember how Michelle did it that was on Destiny Child. Yes, mm-hmm. Kind of yep. remember she did like a little gradual move. She was still in the group, but she was dropping the gospel album, you know, in between. And then this, then she, you then you kind of have seen it. You saw that coming, right? Yep, yep. Some of these artists is like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> made, enough, <laughs> made enough money, you know. Move to Maryland, live a middle class life. You'd be surprised. Well, you know what? I had to leave Maryland because I couldn't even afford to live there. That's what made me come back to Georgia. I really would have mm-hmm. loved to stay in Maryland, but I couldn't afford it as a single parent. So I had to come back to Georgia. Isn't that something? Yeah, but you know, it's, it's funny you, you, you mentioned it because it's a lot of celebrities, a lot of old school actors that left L.A. You know, a lot of a lot of into I mean, Sugar Ray, you know, a lot of those guys have been seen, you know, with homes here. I mean, I remember Robert Mitchum had a home here. Um, of course, like the retired coach from the Ravens. Of uh, course, Billick has a home here in Maryland. A lot of these basketball stars, a lot of the former NFL players, a lot of the players on the Colts, the Ravens still live in the community. You know, they from other places. You know, because we just think those guys are making three, four million a year. They were able to bank their money, pay their house in cash. Psh, the house probably worth maybe a half a million, maybe six, seven, eight hundred million, eight hundred thousand right now. And remember, I remember a friend of mine from Puerto Rico was was driving through these communities. She was like, "Oh my gosh, look how big your homes are!" She said, "They must they cost a million dollars in Puerto Rico," you know. I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, you look at some of these big cities and the size of some of these, you know, you get a house in, in Baltimore, outside of Baltimore, 35, 5,000 square feet for around four or 500,000. But if you go somewhere like LA, Indianapolis, and some of them, like, I think Texas is a little bit more reasonable, but they don't have basements. And these houses come with three floors. You know, you're getting a lot wow. of house. Yeah, you're getting a lot of house. And then some of the incomes kind of justify it. You know, but if you go to places like D.C., these houses are going to cost you probably eight to a million. And the ones that are affordable, like the three, four hundred, right? They're real small, like townhouses. So Merlin is really not that bad as you move away from D.C., but not too close to New York. So you're kind of on that crust, like Pennsylvania line. 
Right. Those areas are not that bad at all. I'm, I'm not sure if you remember, like, Harford County, like, right before you get into Pennsylvania. No, I lived in, I lived in Rockville in the late um, oh. 80s with my father. So it was cool because I was living with my father. Oh. But when I needed to live on my own, that's when I said, okay, Dad, um, let's pack up the car and move me back to Georgia because I, I can't do that. And I knew I couldn't live with my father forever. But that was a so very expensive But that's a very expensive area anyway around that D.C. area. You, so you 30 minutes within D.C., you're going to be paying out your butt. But they do have the jobs. Yeah. They have the jobs that justify some of those income. I told you, I have coworkers. Who, who had a high school diplomas that were making six figures. I mean, they worked a lot, but she what job you're not working a lot, you know? But see, I couldn't land one of those jobs when I was in Rockville. I mean, I remember working um, for a bank. That's the best thing I could do. I worked yeah, for they, a yeah, they don't, yeah, the banks, the banking industry here don't pay much unless you manage in a bank. Because I had a, my, oh, okay. my brother's ex girlfriend was managing a bank and she did pretty well, but it was too unstable because they were always merging and selling and tearing apart, you know. So that True. was kind of so she got out of it. She actually in, is working for the government herself. Yep. Yeah, you got to kind of choose your poison over here. I mean, a lot of the contractors do really well because we had a lot of construction going on here. So a lot of the small businesses, like I know when I was working for the health department, we had a lot of contractors working for us and they were making excellent income, you know, because we didn't have no cap, no real cap on some of these homes. I mean, the people can have a house worth twenty five thousand, we'll still pump forty, fifty thousand into it. You know? And you know, yeah. they would go out there uh-huh. and get, you know, skilled crackheads to help them out. Yeah. <laughs> what her Tina says she dreading the office tomorrow. You gotta go to work tomorrow. Oh. Well look, I gotta get out of here too. Yeah, Aww. we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. All right, let me go ahead and play this music. Yeah, I can talk to you all night, Jerry. But yeah, yeah, let, yeah let me let y'all go. All right, this right. The show's gone two and a half hours. <laughs> if anybody World record. That's right. We doing our thing. All right, everybody. Again, we appreciate you guys, and we're gonna. And I, again, Joyce, thank you so much for hosting the show with me. Had a great time with you, and um, we we see you soon. Okay. Yes, we shall. All, all right. right. Have a blessed night. All right, I'm Jerry Royce live. I'm worldwide.
Darkest hour, you shine a light with power. 
For the things I've done As I begin to cry and thank you all at once I don't deserve it, your mercy I'm so unworthy and you're perfect And I'm not, but you still gave me a shot I ask you to forgive me, Lord For the things I've done As I begin to cry and thank you all at once I don't deserve it, your mercy I'm so unworthy and you're perfect And I'm not, but you still gave me a shot I was brought up in this way Knew the difference right from wrong, still I went my way Thought that I was missing fun, said it's just a phase I just couldn't stop at one, it turned into addiction I was missing something sinning, hurting deep inside Wishing I could turn back time, I knew that I had lied Told the Lord I loved him, only my life a facade I just couldn't get it right, you said that that's alright The only go who you like I ask you to forgive me, Lord For the things I've done As I begin to cry and thank you all at once I don't deserve it, your mercy I'm so unworthy and you're perfect And I'm not, but you still gave me a shot I ask you to forgive me, Lord For the things I've done As I begin to cry and thank you all at once I don't deserve it, your mercy I'm so unworthy and you're perfect And I'm not, but you still gave me a shot Remembering them darkest days I wasn't all alone I could hear you say you're safe Just come, come, come back home I was stuck in such a daze I couldn't find my way But Jesus reached out anyway Showered me with his mercy Had to make a choice He won't always drive with men Louder gave his voice Don't you know it's in my plan I can feel the void All you had to do is let me open up And just accept me I'll restore you if you trust me I ask you to forgive me, Lord For the things I've done As I begin to cry and thank you all at once I don't deserve it, your mercy I'm so unworthy and you're perfect And I'm not, but you still gave me a shot I ask you to forgive me, Lord For the things I've done As I begin to cry and thank you all at once I don't deserve it, your mercy I'm so unworthy and you're perfect And I'm not, but you still gave me a shot Jesus, you were there to keep me Even if my belly's hell, you would never leave me Whispering inside my ear, you can't even see me But I knew that you were there I could feel it in the air Jesus, you were there to keep me Even if my belly's hell, you would never leave me Whispering inside my ear, you can't even see me But I knew that you were there I could feel it in the air I ask you to forgive me, Lord For the things I've done As I begin to cry and thank you all at once I don't deserve it, your mercy I'm so unworthy and you're perfect And I'm not, but you still gave me a shot I ask you to forgive me, Lord Jesus As I begin to cry and thank you I don't deserve it, your mercy I'm so unworthy and you're perfect And I'm not, but you still gave me a shot I ask you to forgive me, Lord For the things I've done As I begin to cry and thank you all at once I don't deserve it, your mercy I'm so unworthy and you're perfect And I'm not, but you still gave me a shot Fresh fire, just give them a wave off Lord, I love you, Lord, I appreciate you
wanted to quit sometimes But you kept me in the rain I've lost the will to be good But you love me Like a real father should
I hear the sound of rain. There's a sound of breakthrough. I hear the sound of breakthrough. There's a sound of breakthrough. Every door now open. Every door unlocked. Every door unlocked. Every door blown. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.